Welcome to We Call It Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Caleb. I'm Sasha. And I'm Nuts. This week, MLS makes like a group of kindergarten kids and they draw, 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 draw. That and much more. guys i'm back from germany we have listeners in germany it's me and ariel of course but still why'd you do my hopes up i that seems rude i i didn't i mean i oh i guess that's my gift to you it's disappointment from from my trip (laughs) Uh, oh my my friend went to germany all not bad was his you know sense of self self self-doubt and my abilities and disappointment at least it's better than me coming back and being like actually i passed by mainz's stadium and now i'm like a lifelong mainz fan you know like that's better than that you could be do you could do that i wouldn't judge you for that all right not a euro snob i appreciate it i really do uh so this week it's you we got sasha on the other mic how are you doing sasha i'm doing pretty well yeah except for the fact that i ate way too many wasabi chickpeas so my voice is gonna be a little weird wait there were wasabi chickpeas yes Yeah. yeah So they're, they're really not wasabi good. peas. They're wasabi you shared some earlier. Peas, yeah. They're delicious. Oh, yeah. That's really convenient. You could just put it in some water and then mix them up, and then you got wasabi hummus, like, right there. You could. That's I, I, really interesting. That, you just blew my mind. That is amazing. Why is it that we always talk that. about food when I'm on here? I realize that I, I started that conversation, but... Yeah. I think just, it might just be you. And it might just yeah, be me. I didn't feel, it's probably I you. Super, I, I'm the only one on here who likes food. And produce Nick. I'm also very hungry. Oh. I'm, I'm fine. Let's just burn through this. Yeah. All right. So, so let's move into our first segment of this episode called the championship. But the championship is a game. Is it a game? Is it a league? No. It's a segment where we discuss America's top leagues, the NWSL and MLS. And, you know, typically I start the episode with a question. This week I decided to skip because I got one for you now, which is... Are Sky Blue FC good? Because they won against <laughs> Chicago no. in stoppage time. No, I'm going to stop you right there. No. They've had a great <laughs> week. Let's be honest. They had a great week. That's their third win in the season. Unfortunately, it is almost the end of the season. <laughs> Two of those wins did come into Chicago, who I picked to win this lead this year. So that's not looking too great. But um, probably maybe even a better result for them was a 1-1 draw, even though it was a 1-1 draw. So one point. But still, it was at Red Bull Arena. 9,000 people in attendance. That's the biggest attendance for a Sky Blue game in their history, which is huge. And they need more of that. They oh, need more absolutely. kind of um, support in their community because God knows their owner hasn't been kind of putting up for them. So They need an energy drink-based company to buy them and play them at an arena named after said energy drink. What would you rename them as if uh, if if Red Bull took them over? Well, Red they, Bull. They are I, I Red Bull. I'd no Nas or Monster or something like that. Why would Red Bull on soccer? There is uh. that. What is that generic? Oh no! What was it? Whoa, uh, what were you guys drinking earlier? The the pomegranate. Yeah, yerba mate. That would be good. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I would buy the shit out of a yerba mate <laughs> FC jersey. Okay. Yeah. Like like if it's like the can, I pick that up every time I go to Target yeah. and check out. Yeah. And it's like staring me at the face. I'm like, yes, I want some caffeine and feeling good. Yeah. Like yeah. Would, and, and it would be the Blueforia flavor. Like that would be there. Yeah. Um, well, Notch, do you have a problem? <laughs> yes, problem? many, many, many problems. <laughs> it could be like Formula One, though, where the second Red Bull team is called Toro Rosso, 
Um, although that's kind of, uh, they're kind of more of a junior team. But I was hoping that it would be something like the Blue Foxes or, you know, something you just, like that. You, you just want to knock off Red Bull, basically. Blue Skies. Let's call them the Blue Skies. How about that? A little too close to the original, but I think we're getting somewhere. Well, Blue Sky is actually a, a drink company that makes organic soda. There you so, go. I do want to mention real quick that Sam Kerr did manage to get a stoppage time equalizer for Chicago. Unfortunately for her, very futile effort, but it w- did happen. Um, so again, Sky Blues beat Chicago 2-1, then beat uh, then tied Rain 1-1 at Red Bull Arena. Orlando played Utah Royals. Royals get the 2-0 win to maintain their, well, their place in the top of the standings i mean they're, I, don't think I, was, I was trying to make some sort of pained line metaphor and it didn't like my mind went black i, I, I thought <laughs> of the halfway the, there and then I, the train off the track I, I just pictured simba from the live action lion king i was like ah brain freeze and it didn't uh didn't work out for me so anyway so yeah but royals do stay within the the fourth place they keep their fourth place yeah, spot so they're still in the playoff but picture and then nwsl uh portland three washington one um in this game portland's just kind of dominated uh, and really corralled Roosevelt pretty well. I think she took taken off with a concussion in the game, so hope she gets better soon. Um, fortunately for Spirit, they had a, the best goal of the game through Andy Sullivan, who has a, had a belter from outside the box, a nice curl in the top corner. Um, too little too late. That was the last goal of the game. So 3-1. Portland Thorns in front of 20,000 at Providence Park. It was another sellout. For them, huge. The, the week after they broke the attendance record, friend, they broke it again. Cell. Yep, yeah. they bro- they've broken it twice: once in July, once in August, and now another very highly attended game. Yeah, and good for them. They're that's how it should be done. Absolutely, in Portland. Uh, unfortunately, North Carolina Courage coming up short against Olympic Leones in the women's ICC this year. Uh, the women's ICC, the only club tournament in the world for women that ha- include that has the potential of including teams from all over the co- the the world. Uh, you don't get the American teams in too many other international club competitions. So I was hoping to see the Courage triumph. Yeah, uh, unlike last year, uh, the Courage actually won this match. And were deemed best in the world because they won the match. Um, unfortunately, Leon won this match uh, through Wendy Renard. I think it's um, time to stop participating in the ICC. You know, they, mm-hmm. if, if we don't participate, well, we then there's no, like, you, you can't say that you're not the best. No, we should have stopped last year. Ah, <laughs> yeah. We on top. Seven in my fantasy football league this year. I just had to update that the champion who won this first trophy is no longer in the league. So, oh, that's the, that's the right move. Yeah, just yeah. Le- leave leave on a high. Leave on a high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Campeones Cup. Uh, Sasha, how do you react to Club America going down three two to Atlanta United? Uh, first off, fuck United or Atlanta at all times. And also, does this match really matter? Thank you. That's what I was looking <laughs> oh, for. I mean, the more important match would be Tigres against Club America this Friday or Saturday. I it was tonight. Is that tonight? I don't know. I saw a bunch of pictures of. Club America and Univision Deport this. Well, now you're making it sound like I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you you care? I do. I'm very sorry. (laughs) I I care in the fact that both those clubs are are fun to watch, and Tigres has amazing kits. Yeah, I do. Um, I think, I hope this trophy will, like, they'll be like, oh, we got a trophy this year. We don't have to worry about next Tuesday at all. Because 
next Tuesday is the Open Cup final against Minnesota, right, and they'll like right. play their U16 team or whatever. And like, you guys go have fun, <laughs> and it'll still be a nail better without winning penalties, but still, still win. <laughs> I have a question for you. If it goes down to penalties, are you gonna watch? Or are you gonna turn your back to it? But this is actually for both of you. Actually, yeah. if it goes to penalties, I think we have the advantage. I think Vito's a lot better at penalty saves than Brad Duzan is. I'm actually hoping to be in the stadium, so if I'm there, I'm not going to turn my back. I'm going to watch, and then I'm going to throw up on everyone below <laughs> me in oh, the no. stands. <laughs> so if it goes to penalties, move away from Notch in the stadium. Yeah. I mean, the last time I was in the stadium, I believe it was actually Nick who I grabbed and pulled down. He was in the row above me, and I was up against the like balcony on the up on one of the upper decks, and I pulled Nick and gave him a hug and like just a little bit more strength and you would have gone straight up sailing over the top of the deck <laughs> and we would never have had producer nick sitting here with us so you come back with another person for our podcast be <laughs> if we win. No, that's why we would have the bust of nick there you go. <laughs> Call back to last episode. Hey, let's go to <laughs> let's go to talk into things that did matter. Uh, MLS Orlando played SKC. They got the one that what? Orlando beat SKC. Uh, yeah, because SKC is bad this year. Yeah. And Orlando's Orlando's yeah, slightly but better. So Orlando. Yeah, but well, no, no, Orlando is like SKC is like bad, bad. You're like you're looking at them like these guys played in playoffs, but these they have barbecue. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with West on this. And let's say barbecue isn't the DP that's going to score many goals. So, oh no, <laughs> Orlando uh, won. Tashkent and Dali with a goal. That's really all I need to know from this game. Um, I think they're still in eighth place, just outside the playoffs. Is uh, Orlando SGC much further outside the playoffs? The Western Conference. RSL beating Seattle three nil. This was just from just from the lineup. We you could already see that like Seattle's something's up with them because they put five in the back line and they still gave up three. And this is where I think Nick and I both had this mutual feeling of like, what the fuck? It's every every week we're giving up this many goals, and it, home and away. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, this is the first match for a new man in charge, Freddy Juarez, um, former Thunder, former, former Thunder, great. Um, just bringing his greatness on the RSL, and they thoroughly dominated this game. Uh, Seattle's defense looks, I mean, we've said this multiple times in the past couple podcasts, but just to reiterate to you, Notch, who were listening while you were driving on in Germany, you know, probably distracted by the beautiful countryside and all the castles you saw. Um, Roman Torres is deeply, deeply missed by the Seattle defense. <laughs> uh that was my favorite part of the the whole uh thing that y'all did with him was the 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 shot in the arm see that's the kind of stuff you know that i i missed sharing every time you guys are talking about something i was thinking of all these great puns and then that one you'll just rolled with it and i was i was right there with you i think this is is kind of evident of the former sounders players who like really brought up that defense it was the brad evans and the chad marshall and now tori's got like yeah, yeah. It, they're literally crumbling. You forget that you, they lost Chad Marshall earlier this season to for to retirement and lose Ron <laughs> Torres for uh, fertility drugs or whatever. <laughs> is that what somebody said? Who said cold medicine? <laughs> Which is dumb. And like, dude, I have a reasonable response to that. Like fertility drugs or I don't know what, I, what my train is putting I, in my I, shake. I, I went and ate a horse placenta because uh, <laughs> which doctor told me to. <laughs> My diet clearly says stem cells at lunch. I don't know what you're saying. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this uh, was okay. Well, guys, um, LA Galaxy going up against FC Dallas in Carson, and the Galaxy coming out 2 0 winners. Uh, Christian Pavone's first game. 
for the day. I'll see. Um, he earned the penalty. Um, Ebro scored two, and my hatred for him deepens. I do you think Ibrahimovic like stands in front of a mirror and like, yes and and yes re- whatever you say yes <laughs> <laughs> the the man literally has tattoos on his ass and and they're like, they're like, it's like a spiral de- no because he posts it on 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 social media and just like these spiral tribal design I'm like why would you do that unless you're just a narcissistic man who likes to like of course he stands in front of the mirror. No, I was going to say, I mean, yeah, I mean, I sat in front of a mirror. Well, I wouldn't like, be surprised if he had a room full of mirrors. He could see every angle of himself. He's just standing there for yeah, he, hours he on end. Yeah, he's the room. Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he has the, he's the man who has mirrors Why? on the ceiling. Like, like uh, did you, did you guys, on the ceiling when he's in bed with somebody, he pushes them out of the way so he can see more of himself. Naturally, yeah. <laughs> He's the man who's like, like I don't need to get my wife a gift. She already has Zlatan. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's better than anything I could add after that whole mirror thing. Uh, Portland played Chicago, and uh, the Timbers getting the three-two win, uh, despite somehow managing to be two-nil up at one point. Only managing a three-two win. They were two-nil up, and then a man up because Alexander Tide decided to. Swing his arms at I don't remember which uh, Portland player it was, but he missed with his right arm, so he went back to his left and made contact just to make sure he got that red card in the thirtieth minute. Um, apparently had a hot date or something to get to. Um, had- I'm pretty sure the next thing you know, you heard the glass break and Stone Cold Steve Austin came out with a chair and <laughs> you know the Royal Rumble started yeah, right no, there. Yeah, Brian was- Fernandez won that; he got goals anyway. But yeah, uh, Brian Fernandez two goals in the game, one goal he blocked himself. Like he hit it with his front leg and then tapped it in with his back leg because it was he oh he was his own worst enemy on that goal and it still dribbled in. Uh, Nemanja Nikolic and CJ Sapon add their own headers in. Um, Brian Fernandez ended up being the game-winning goal with their goal. They're up three-one at the point. Um, a certain former loon was seen jogging back from Fernandez's side, <laughs> and as soon as Fernandez got the ball, he slowed down from a jog to a walk. So. I don't know. You didn't hard to name any names, but you know who it is. It's still weird to see him in red sometimes. I, I it makes I, me happy. I, I yeah, I mean I'm glad he's not jogging behind Brian Fernandez when we played in the open cup against oh them. We wouldn't be in the open cup final if he was still on our team. No. He wouldn't we would not be. CJ Sabong did manage to get a consolation goal for the fire. Yeah. Great header, by the way. Yeah. Great header. He's had a quietly good year. It's true. Them. And yeah. Chicago seems to be having some sort of a resurgence, kind of. I mean, they lost this game, but they they will win on the weekend. Or right. they, they did win. I'm not predicting they're going to win on the weekend. You look at your crystal ball. Like, yeah. the miss. Caleb just sees the future. Ask again later. Oh, shit. <laughs> Speaking of the miss, I want to jump uh, one ahead to F- FC Cincinnati playing New York City FC because Cincinnati getting the early goal. Everyone in the stadium happy. Like, this is our day. Finally, we were going to triumph. Oh, you know, it's going to be great. And then while the mist hangs in the air, the orange mist from the smoke bombs, New York City FC gets the equalizer and then proceeds to knock in three more goals yeah. to end this game 4-1. Four unanswered. Uh, two save penalties, one from each keeper in this game. So if they would have made the penalty, Cincinnati could have been up 2 nothing at that right. point. They only lost 4-2. So, I mean, it, it's they're, they're a bad team. I hope Flow Sports is still there for the end of the season because no one should watch this team. Yeah. Uh, New York Red Bulls played the Revolution and... Um, 
Actually, I'm pretty sure now they're called just New England because MLS has banned the revolution as a political term. So it's it's too edgy. Yeah, it's, it's too, true. Yeah, uh, the, one one the score here. Um, PWP is uh, kind of in a rut at the moment. Yeah, can't buy a goal, which is weird to say about him because he's been so prolific since he's been here. Right. It's 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 weird to see him. He's doing good shots. He's doing good chances. They're just going straight to the keeper. It's weird. Typically, that doesn't work in uh, soccer. No, I've found. Unless you're shooting at uh, Rob Green yeah. in the 2010 World Cup. That was great. I, those, I'm trying to remember those, this like montage highlight show of the, of, that I watched of the World Cup. And it just had that, that goal being played like four times on repeat. And like, they, 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 and after that, they focused in slow motion on David Beckham's like angry look. Like he, you know, he's giving Rob Green a side eye. Uh, it was brilliant. Anyway, I, I saw a video of as a long time ago um this in this fake internal monologue of rob green i think about what he's gonna do after the game when he's, they're shooting and then it's really posh accent and goes in the goal oh let my whole country down <laughs> i was trying to work uh letting a country down into columbus versus toronto but i wasn't able to get there maybe one of you will be able to this game ending 2-2 columbus managing to draw toronto I, uh, countries were disappointed that no one won. I, I got nothing. Sasha, I got anything. I can't think of anything. I don't no. know what else to say about these teams. Two teams that formerly were good playoff contenders, and now they're both towards the bottom side of the table. Uh, Toronto, f- closer to the playoffs. I think they're just above Orlando. Um, Columbus, I think we really did next year. Um, with, Fingers crossed. Yeah. Especially but, now that some of their, uh, you know, their the, the lackluster fans have given away their crew gear to get 30% off on FC Cincinnati gear. FC Cincinnati announcing that if you gave any piece of crew gear, turned it in, you'd get uh, 30% off, which is kind of neat and kind of funny. Uh, this goodwill immediately removed by some other FC Cincinnati fans at Knifey Lion Radio revealing that they were behind this video of a crew fan using a butane torch to burn a synthetic FC Cincinnati Jersey on top of a grill before Columbus since the Columbus Cincinnati rivalry game. Yeah, why ruin a grill? Exactly. And everybody was like, this is weird. Who is this Columbus fan? All these Columbus fans are like, this is really lame. I'm sorry, guys. And now weeks later, it's the Cincinnati people being like, psych, that was us. It was hilarious. Ha <laughs> uh, so, ha. Why is no one laughing? No one wants to high five us? Come on. No high fives, no high fives. All right, we'll high five ourselves. Yeah. There you go. Um so okay. We got to quickly give um, a shout out to Mr. Goals. He always scores because uh, he managed to get the equalizer late, late in this game against yeah. uh, Columbus. 90th minute. Yeah. I'm, he's still a really good player. I he's, it's weird to see him and Bradley on, on Toronto and they're startling, but it's just how it is. Yeah. Montreal coming up against FC Dallas. The bell ringing <clears throat> three times. Uh, <coughs> not enough. As no. Dallas somehow comically manages to equalize. It was pretty funny. Uh, Montreal up 3 nothing. Yes, 3 nothing. They scored three unanswered goals, and Dallas answered right back. Um, just poor defending. I think that one was a penalty. And then just poor set-piece marking, looking like a bunch of iron stilts needed up in Montreal. Uh, only if you translate that into French. I didn't take French. You didn't? You know, I actually, no. when I was in Montreal, I bought a, um, 
a cookbook in French. There's a, there's a famous cookbook written by these Catholic nuns. I'm not kidding. This is 100% true called La Cuisine Raisonnée, The Reasonable uh, Kitchen or Reasonable Cuisine. Um, and it's like the seminal cookbook of Montreal Quebecois cuisine. And I went to this exhibition on it and I bought it. There are no translations. They don't exist. So I have this book entirely in French and now I need to translate it and I don't know what to do. This episode is sponsored by Duolingo. Duolingo. Learn French fast and talk your book. Wait, wait, wait. What was that? Was that iron skillet in French? Do that again. Poil à repasser. Yeah, it's a poil on font if you do cast iron skillet. But if you just do iron skillet, it's poil à repasser. So. But the championship is a game. Thank so, you, pretty oh soon. My God. <laughs> I'm not going to remember that. Okay, I yeah. think I honestly retain think that information. I'm your product excited. will not be a legal export to Montreal. Then, Duolingo, so. uh, <laughs> learn French and cook your poutine from your French book. There you go. Duolingo. I, I always bring the superstition when we're talking about because I don't I, I don't know shit about analysis, so that's all I got. And the fact is, there were like this. Neither team was good. I think it was just the fact that it was another team that had a draw this weekend because there were six draws across the MLS this weekend. And so naturally, because Montreal scored three and they were three up, I was like, oh, yeah, Dallas is going to lose. We're going to be, you know, a couple points ahead of them. Nope, they get their point, too. I like where you're going with this. You know, Darn Garber furiously writing oh, an yeah, MLS it's script. The con- yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Chicago Fire playing Philadelphia Union, somehow getting a 2-0 win, uh, despite the Union being uh, pretty darn good at this point. Only second place, sadly, uh, you know, kind of would be nice if they were first. And not Who's in first place, Notch? Nobody. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> But yeah, Chicago somehow managing to defeat the second place team in the East. I mean, uh, the story here is that just fantastic color commentary. <laughs> Looks like we got a penalty here, Dan. <laughs> really? After after the ref pulled out the yellow card? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like they stored and we're playing some soccer here at wherever stadium we're in. <laughs> <laughs> you know Parks and Rec, that politician that uh, Ben White works for, where they just sit him down in an empty room, he just stares at the wall for like the entire time. That's that color commentator, just staring at the wall. Penalty! They've got a penalty. <laughs> oh, he shouldn't have done that. Hey, speaking of things that shouldn't have happened, uh, Nico Gaetan got given a red card, and then it was rescinded. Today, in fact. So um, I was going to say, Chicago Fire getting two consecutive red cards, two consecutive games. Bad fire. Bad. Turns out, no, they were okay. Mm-hmm. Only still slightly. bad that first time. Exactly. Uh, bad Katai. <laughs> SKC playing San Jose. Now, SKC, as we've previously gone over, pretty damn terrible. Uh, San Jose, as we've gone over maybe several mm-hmm. episodes ago, somehow doing really well all of a sudden. It, it- it's not that big of a surprise when Mateus Almeida is a fantastic coach. He makes all these players better. When they have a good coach, the players become better. Something we really haven't seen in Minnesota. Anyway, uh, not talking about that. Uh, Wando scored pretty easily because you leave him open. He's Someone score, check his apparently. esophagus. I think um, he might unless be you're in Brazil, and he's like, "Oh no, no, I'm wide open. What do I do? Oh no! Oh, oh sorry there. I don't, I don't know what happened to me earlier in that, in that sentence." Um, but Kansas City answers right back. Um, San Jose, are they fading? Do you think they're they couldn't keep up their form, if, or are teams figuring them out? Kind of, you're not the man marking. I, uh, you you got to give also credit to the fact that SKC was playing at home. 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's got to be a bigger factor. And Children's in, Mercy is a hard place to play. Yeah, exactly. You're like, do I score a goal and make the despite children the unhappy? Like, Yeah, despite l- the name, like, Children's Mercy is actually a very tough place for to play as an opposing <laughs> team. You think it'd be all nice and like an angelic choir would be sitting in the corner. Um, there'd be a nice like <laughs> stuffed animals on the side on the, on the field and like some cotton candy for all the breaks during the game, you know? So Failhaber, Benny Failhaber gets the equalizer and then Graham Smith manages to get his first MLS goal to um to get the to get the winner. Yeah, get the win. Um he spent some time at um under twenty threes for Colorado and then was drafted by Kansas City and I think this is his first year. He's played seven games, mostly due to injuries, just filling in for players. So different getting off the mark. Let's talk about Houston playing Colorado. 2-2 this game. Another draw. Our guys are Colorado good. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Houston's I'm, attendance are We, we have to ask that. We do have every to ask year. that. Yeah. We should also every start day. asking about Houston's attendance. Like, is Houston's attendance back? Eh, eh, no. No. no? It, okay. Is it bad or is it back? Back. No. Is it bad? Yes. yes. Is it back? Yep. No. <laughs> So Diego Rubio got a brace in the first half. That's two goals. Thanks, everybody. I really appreciate it. I, I listened to the podcast where you clarified that yeah. again. How do you say that in German? Uh, do you know how do you say it in German? Uh, Zwei something, probably. Zwei Tor. <laughs> I don't know. Zwei I don't Tor know. sounds right. Yeah, yeah two goals. Uh, um, Mauro Manotas gets one and uh, then gets another. I believe that's a brace, correct? Good job. Klammer. Okay. I can't hear it. Clama apparently is brace, but that just might be like the verb brace rather than the the, the soccer term brace, you know? I mean, they're just shrugging at us now, so okay. I mean, I hesitate to leave it yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad we have a translator here. You know, it's like <laughs> we don't have to go like Alexa, translate, blah blah blah. Producer thing just does it. So. <laughs> <laughs> LA Galaxy playing Seattle. Seattle only managing a 2-2 draw, which, I mean, is pretty good for Seattle, yeah. uh, given their form at the moment. <laughs> Look how you're being. <laughs> it's pretty good to draw, you know. Two Seattle fans in the room. you got to let me lose a little bit. Sasha, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it sounds pretty good for Seattle until you hear the story. In the sixth minute, uh, Seattle has uh, one of their players sent off. No, uh, no sorry, sorry. LA has yeah. one of their players sent off. And it, they're they're down a man, so Seattle, who is a highly offensive team, right, should just run away with it. No, they score one. Rui Diaz scores, and then Zlatan goes and equalizes almost instantly. Zlatan then gets a penalty. Yeah, he uh, muscles way through the defense. Only if there were some muscles, you know, defending him, that'd be great. Because <laughs> Roman Torres is out because he performed in drugs. He dies. He did it. It's bad. They miss him a lot. Uh, it's a lot on his giant head. <laughs> what is that? Staring uses just big heads. I think. I don't know. I don't know if it's not true, but I think that's true. I think it'd be convenient if a player had a big head. Just so, you know, to make the big heads that you hold in the stands, you would just have to get a life-size print and not enlarge it. You know? So I think that'd be good. Yeah. Hey, uh, David Bingham, though, you got to give him some credit because he decided to take pity on uh, Seattle. No, pity plus for Atlanta. <laughs> okay. Yeah, See, I was going to say before when we were talking about Roman Torres and you guys made the puns, I was going to say puns are human humor enhancing drug for our podcast. So, <laughs> okay. Um, David was bad at soccer. I've been saying this for a long time. He's not a great at haircuts, though. Yes. No. Uh, what the hell? 
I don't know. I, I don't care about his hair, but he 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 rushed on uh, Jordan Morris trying to latch into a long ball over the top. He got past the defense. Dave Bainham rushes out just to the ball, heads it straight into a Galaxy defender and straight into the net. This is all outside the box. It's pretty comical. And of course, it helped Minnesota out a lot because that means <laughs> the Galaxy and Seattle drew and we kept our place in, the, in second in the West, which was great. <laughs> so thank you, David Bainham, you champion of just terrible decisions. LAFC beat RSL 2-0. What else is new? They are now into the playoffs. Vancouver coming up against DC United, getting the 1-0 win. Wayne Rooney whining about charter flights. I am going to, I think, say something that goes against what most people think and say, I don't want charter flights expanded in MLS. I know the players would like it. I know it would be more comfortable. It would probably improve the away form of several teams. But in 2017, the last time CBA negotiations were done, it was estimated that charter flights would add $1 million to the budget of every team if you had to do charter flights everywhere. And I can see a lot of owners spending less on their players, spending less on or or not doing the charters. Either way, their team doesn't get the benefit that the Atlantas, <laughs> LAFCs, and other rich teams get. Well, that's be some sort of deal that maybe the teams can do with uh, in the airline, local airline, like Minnesota to do with Sun Country. Uh, I, I know not every team has that available to them, but I think to get either their own smaller jets or I don't know. I don't. I I think a million dollars in the long run for teams is not a whole lot, but there are some owners like you have said before, like Kraft and um, who's the Cronky, who will balk at the thing. I think MLS should should eventually require all teams to have charter flights, but also help with the cost of it. I that's I, what I think. I don't think it will happen. I think that's but, a good solution. I think my other solution that I would suggest is that players have to walk from one game to game. <laughs> and we have a season over the course of 10 years. Oh, so we're not, we're that's less disappointment for all of mean? us. Yeah. We're not going to be you serious know? about this? Okay, too. <laughs> no, no. You, you, you made a good point. I had nothing else to say. Like, <laughs> okay, you know, okay. You know, I mean, <laughs> they'd be very fit if they had to walk to places. The, the games would be kind of a drag, though. Although some players might retire before the season's over. So... Um, <laughs> Portland played Atlanta and uh, something happened and the score was something. So let's oh, uh, have one more game to talk about. Let's United won. Orlando won. Are we I, I, was, I, I was hoping you'd actually say the score so that I wouldn't feel bad about Atlanta beating Portland 2-0. Oh, okay, sorry. I said it. There. Um, take that. Uh, Happy now. Atlanta dominated. I do have a gripe about this game. MLS scheduling sucks. TV schedule sucks. Saturday, the first game was played at 6 p.m. our time, central time. Have a game at 3. Have a game at noon. Have something I can watch while I'm preparing to go to a game, even though I was home. Um, the only game on Sunday was this game. It was slated to kick off at 9 p.m. central time. I did that 7 o'clock uh, Pacific time where the game was being played. That's fine. But that's also 10 o'clock Eastern time where Atlanta is playing. It's from, uh, all the fans are watching. Have it have it be a five o'clock game. Yeah. That'd be in the, like also nine o'clock kicked off. Didn't happen. It was like nine thirty four when it actually kicked off. It was a, it was a really fun, exciting first half, and I wanted to stay up for the second half, but I didn't because it was already like fucking ten thirty by the time the second half started. Like I don't like people from across the country want to watch 
other games that their teams aren't playing in because it's fun to have not have stake in the game. Also, Atlanta fans want to watch their team and not have to go yeah. in late to work next day. Like, I don't understand it. You just made a good point, so I'm going to add to this discussion by saying something stupid, which is that maybe they should get Yerba Mate to sponsor the league, and then the fans can stay up to watch their team. What they later. should get is a time-turner from the Harry Potter universe, and go back in time, watch the game, and then go to sleep. Okay. All right. Um, with that, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Minnesota United and much, much more. Welcome back to Week All at Soccer. Now time for our special sub-segment, Don't Look Back in Anger. But don't look back in anger, I heard you say. In this segment, we discuss Minnesota United, and we look back, but not in anger. Because we got one win and one draw, four points this last week. We beat Colorado uh, off a Quintero goal, and then we managed to draw Orlando 1-1 off a very late Danladi goal. Who? <laughs> I haven't heard that name in years. It's Danladi, and he'll score if he wants to. You would score two <laughs> if your name was Abu. He <laughs> should want to score more goals then, because <laughs> if he yeah. scores, he wants to. He should want to score more goals more often. So we were on I, a uh, yeah. Post-game video, Caleb, where we talked about how this game changed after Angelo Rodriguez got an injury early on. First yeah. 20 minutes or so, fantastic Minnesota United banging up against the uh, door. Yeah, Finley had a chance. Uh, Tintero had a chance. Angelo had one in the back of the net. Those called off for offsides. Um, really just peppering and just distressing Orlando's defense. And then he came up limp on a breakaway. He was like, past the defense, threw on goal, and not threw on goal. He was still 520. 35 yards out and just kind of pulled up limp and it's like there's no whistle why are you stopping no no my beautiful boy and, I and, mastered my boy and and uh, all the players the Orlando players also kicking the ball out of yeah yeah credit to them yeah they sportsmanship and all that but yeah so I mean it was it was it looked kind of immediate like this is something that's happened yeah, probably pulled hammy I don't think yeah. I've seen anything from the team or any reporters or so I haven't seen oh, Nick you didn't check that Awesome, thanks. Maybe, maybe he's getting horse placenta treatment. But anyway, uh, the game kind of changing <laughs> after that. We went into crossing mode, and yeah. uh, you know what happens there. Um, unfortunately, Orlando getting a goal. It really out of nothing. Um, yeah. And uh, that goal scored by... Nani? So I mean, you knew you knew he was gonna like put it away as soon as he stepped up to it. Like yeah. a world class player, and, like him, and right? Vito dove the right way too, and it was just perfectly placed in, the, in that far yeah. Uh, yeah. bottom corner. It was like oh, so close. Um, well, and he gets a goal despite on on his penalty, despite being marked out of the game by Chase Gasper. Yeah, Chase Gasper doing a great job marking an international superstar, really frustrating him too. Right, a draft pick, dude. No, Chase had a great game. Yeah. And so, um, great couple of games. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think one other thing I want to talk about with Minnesota United is is Quintero in crisis. No goals in this game. Misses a penalty in the first game. Are are we seeing the? I don't know. I got nothing. But, but you know, 
he's having a little bit of a sophomore slump. I think defense has figured him out, and yeah. that's fine. He still has nine tendrils. He scored in the Colorado he game scored in too. The Colorado so, game. <laughs> uh, and, and I think he's he's been doing a great job. Like a lot of the the work that Angelo was doing, beating up against the defense against Orlando, had Quintero in the movement it forward. Really worked well, and. Dotson came in for Alonzo, another draft pick, and played extremely well and linked up with Quintero uh, very well throughout the entire game. Guys, are Minnesota good? Yes. We're we're in a final. I, 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 I wanted do. to get us one episode where we could actually say that. It's now on tape. Like in years ahead, we can actually replay that. I feel weird. Like there's like a sunrise behind my heart. Is that hope? What is that? Is that what hope that, That's like? your icy heart actually melting and feeling sunlight for the and first time. Three sizes that day. I didn't go to the hospital. My heart is enlarged. Hey, um... There's a bunch of stuff that uh, we can talk about with St. Louis getting an expansion team. Oh, bunch th- of stu- yes. One note about Angelo. Um, Kristen just showed me a tweet from Andy Greeter. Uh, Angelo and Ozzy are targeted to return at the U.S. Open Cup final. Um, so they miss Thursday's game against Kansas City. Okay. But Thomas Chacon might travel with the team on Thursday, which I think is a little soon. Let's um, skip over lower leagues news today. Let's also skip over NT news, except to say that uh, the CONCACAF Nations League um, groups were announced, and uh, we're in a league with uh, Cuba, Canada, and I'm forgetting the third team at the moment. Any of you see this? No. Guys. I'm going to guess Trinidad or Tobago, one of the two. Jamaica? No, she decided to do it on her own. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's uh that's that's one of my favorite british jokes in history so um yeah so uh we are in a group with uh yeah canada and cuba that's it oh, it's three, three teams team in uh, group a in and the mystery a. team no just those three <laughs> <laughs> they were blindfolded oh no it's belgium <laughs> they were bat batman masks and <laughs> all black uh uniforms you can't tell who they are until they Win or lose, I don't know. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what I was thinking, Nick. All right, uh, let's uh, let's move into a segment we call they call it football. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. Oh, by the way, if you want our opinions on Iron Front and Antifa stuff, um, just go to our Twitter feed. Okay? Yeah, there's a great thread on it. Yeah, they all talked about it last week. I'd be don't need to rehash on the pod it's a great thread that i didn't write so i can say it's a great thread and without sounding like a egomaniac uh so just point that out there they might have come up with the word but the english don't call it soccer and in this segment we talk about football from the united kingdom where the premier league had some more fixtures yeah just really quick going through um just in a rattle through and if you guys want to pop in and say anything about the game we'll just do that so arsenal two uh burnley one sasha i assume you want to say something about this game Oh, yeah. Uh, Lacazette came out and scored his first uh, beautifully, and it was looking very hopeful for Arsenal. And then, of course, they just fall apart on defense and let Burnley uh, equalize. Thankfully, Aubameyang does what his job is, and he wins it for him. And they have that uh, handshake celebration again. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, I was like, why are they using this old picture? And it's like, oh, they did it again. That's cute. (laughs) Uh, Aston Villa won. uh, Bournemouth, two. Harry Wilson, the game winner, uh, on loan from Liverpool, is First Premier League, Premier League goal in his debut. Uh, Jack Grealish has now been a part of 20 consecutive uh, Premier League losses. 
each. Which is not good. And not spanning, uh, going back to when they relegated in the 17-18 season, I think. Uh, Brighton 1, West Ham 1, Everton 1, Watford 0, Norwich 3, Newcastle 1, uh, Timo Puti with a hat That's trick. not a real name. Yeah, it is. No, I, I refuse to believe Timo Puki is not just a Pokemon or something. Or like... <laughs> or a, a Beanie Baby. It, it's like, it's some sort of move that kids pull like, don't, actually, don't be bad. I'm going to Timo Puki you, you know, actually, I don't know. It's really bringing this up. Timo Puki is actually the hottest street drug. That's uh, storming the schools. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mix of cinnamon and meth. <laughs> Bots all sprinkled on the cinnamon challenge has a new edge to it. <laughs> you still use a spoon, but differently now. <laughs> okay, okay. Southampton um, playing Liverpool, or I should say Liverpool B and Liverpool A going up against each other. Uh, Liverpool getting the 2 1 win. Yeah, Sunday Monday with a great goal. Um, Rodolfo Firmino with the the game winner in the end. Uh, Adrian, Adrian with a <laughs> with a horrible guess uh, he away for the own goal on Danny Ainge. He almost missed this game, by the way. He was injured at the after the Euro Super Cup by a fan. Who stepped a on his fan. ankle. Who stepped on his ankle. You almost a had pitch invader. I almost uh, had. Who who who's what's the name of the, the the third keeper who's been signed and he's like he's played last in like the third division or something like that. I I don't I didn't even bother to learn his name, but basically they took they would take in some regen or some made up name from PES <laughs> and just put him in there. You're you're it now, and just like this blank face, bald head, like generic, generic man. Yeah, and, and the, from, the, uh, the face Romania. just looks different than all the like scanned faces. Yeah. You know, you can easily tell he's not a real person. Hey, uh, question for you actually: um, Are you happy with the FIFA career more changes that were announced? Um, I'm not going to buy it when it first comes out. I think I'll wait until like Black Friday this year. I okay. past few years I bought as as soon as it came out. I think it's a step in the right direction. Uh, I think it makes the career mode more dynamic, having uh, dynamic potentials and dynamic overalls. Um, I think it's really cool to actually have players that actually tend to develop throughout the year instead of these all these one their kids that everyone buys every single career mode and plays them. They got a long way to go until they get back to like the FIFA 06 yeah, FIFA style. Was, yeah, I would say FIFA 06 was the best. We actually did upgrade your staff and yeah. your facilities and your... So much depth. So much depth. And your, your stadium. And you, yeah, it was great. Right. Um, Instead, you get street soccer. So yeah. uh, I, I want to I mention that the Liverpool third keeper is Andrew Lonergan, who was signed to Middlesbrough. No, Andrew Lovegren's a, a fan of Miss <laughs> United and a fan of this podcast, maybe? Perhaps you'll find out soon enough. Yeah, um, he was at Rochdale on loan last year. And, on loan from who? Uh, Middlesbrough. And hey, they're they're a second division. That's not it's not too bad. Yeah, right? it's not like Exeter City or something. Yeah, Rochdale though was in League One, so you have a League One keeper as your third keeper for Liverpool right now. I think <laughs> our third keeper, usual third keeper, is like a seventeen-year-old who is also Gallagher. injured. Because that's awesome. Uh, Man City two, Tottenham two. Liverpool are top of the Premier League because of this game. Um, and some VAR controversy. And no controversy, man. Everyone complains I, about VAR for the first five minutes it's I implemented. Think, uh, and then, like, Barry Glendening put it really well on TalkSport. Um, it's, a, it's a bad law. It's not VAR's fault. The VAR is enforcing the law. It's a bad law. They should change the law, but 
for now, we're stuck with it, basically. And, I mean, we saw this in the Minnesota United game, too, where the referee was stubborn, decided to, what was it, award a penalty at the end, and then the, the crowd was just screaming, and he decided to finally review it and call off the penalty. Was that how it went? Um, he reviewed it. It turned out Teshawakandeli was offside in the buildup. He's the one that right. played the ball off of Gaspar's arm, so the handball wasn't even reviewed. He saw that, and but... I don't think the trial had made him do that. It was probably the guy in his ear saying, hey, you should look at this. I I, I think that the, the referee does get influenced, though. Like, they're all human beings, right? Like, yeah. And, and we, we hope that the referee is able to insulate themselves from the crowd. But I don't think it's quite... I mean, referees in the past have read something that Premier League referees have written, particularly about why referees... New referees aren't coming down the line because the the, the stadiums are so toxic these days. Anyway, the whole point is... It's still dependent on the main referee calling for a review rather than the center ref or the VAR ref just saying, telling the center ref, hey, something happened. I I want you to look at this or I'm going to change your decision. We need to get to that point just so this whole review business where the center ref is making all the decisions is done. Yeah, it should be the VAR person in the booth saying, hey, I'm going to look at this. Yeah. Um, Just stop play for a couple of minutes and um, let the captains know that we're looking at this in the booth and then... I'll yeah. page you or whatever when and the, the, the delay goes away and and like Glenn Ennings has changed the rules too. Okay, VAR discussion done. Yep, uh, that was actually pretty good for a VAR discussion. We didn't yell at each other. No one streamed and no one actually. Uh, broke wait, class. one sec, Caleb. I'm getting a note from producer Nick that we have to review that conversation oh, and God play it. it back and Why? change it was some of perfect. Our- <laughs> 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 Video assistant podcast. Host. I was on side the entire time. V-A-R. I was on side. I, I don't understand. Oh, God damn it. Oh, is Pandu's here? Okay. Uh, Sheffield United beat Palace 1 0. It's their first win in the EPL in t- 12 years for Sheffield. They were out of the Premier League during that time. They weren't just in there for 12 years tying every single game. <laughs> that would be pretty That would be fantastic. And if they that's do that, that'd be great. Should do that on a FIFA safe. Uh, Chelsea. One one against Leicester. Frank Lampard's tenure continues its glorious march uh, Mason, ahead. I, I thought again. I think this is going to be a good year for Chelsea in the long run, getting those, uh, blooding in those uh, young players. Wolves Honestly. played Manchester United. This game ending one one. Sad scenes afterwards. As social media abuse for Paul Pogba. Um, pretty disgusting and. Yeah. Rightfully condemned by several parties, but uh, getting back to the game, this is kind of a shocking result. Not real. I'm just well. I'm wolves, just okay, okay, okay. wolves, wolves have, are, Molyneux, are the best of the rest. But Manu, they I think drew and ta- and beat them last year. So maybe that's just a Bodhi place to go for them to go. It was a Monday night game. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but. Well, after after Manchester United beat Chelsea last week, and you saw Martial like he was doing well, and he opens this game in the twenty seventh minute. You think, oh wow, it's gonna be another great game, but like Wolves hold on and have a yeah. like that goal was oh, that was the best goal the, of the week. The goal the Ruben Neves goal was mm-hmm. a banner from outside the box, kind of came from nothing. They weren't really trading a whole lot, but as you said before, uh Paul Pogba took a penalty, missed and was it saved? It was the thing that was saved by Patricio. Um this we this happened in the Silver Cup when Tammy Abraham took a penalty and Saw it saved in the, at the end and received racial abuse from Chelsea fans. Like, don't. You shouldn't abuse anyone for the color of their skin. And I would love to see the thing of that for people, fans of the team racially abusing 
their own players. I don't there's, understand the logic. There's no there. logic, there is no logic. Them at all. And I mean, you, you gotta say though that this is kind of a. Um, I think there are two ways that you can read this result. One is, oh my god, Manchester United imploding, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the other one is that Wolves... Yeah, I thought they'd kind of fall off this year uh, because of the Europa League. Um, they have two draws, but one of them is against Manchester United, and then one of them is against Leicester, who played... Who should have won that game against right. Chelsea, Right, honestly. Um, I will say also, Marcus Rashford came out all, today, I think, and he denounced all of that oh, racism and like the entire could, team yeah. did. And like, it, you, it, every single player had. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and because you, like he said, if you come after one of us, you're coming after all of us. And the response on social media was, and it was, it was heart like it was heartening to yeah. see that because like you, you see the, the ugly side of it all the time. Right. It's good to see there are people who also won't stand like won't tolerate racism. True, true. Mm-hmm. Sadly, none of, all these players are now transfer banned from MLS for political speech. Okay, <laughs> moving on to a segment that we call They Don't Call It Soccer. In brackets, some do, though, where we talk about soccer from the rest of the world that we haven't talked about already. La Liga, uh, where Barcelona, I believe, went into their first first game in, what is it, 12 years without Lionel Messi? Something like that. Like, they, many years since they have played without Messi oh, yeah, in that back, first back game. Back in Sheffield United in their first other win in UPL, <laughs> obviously, yeah. <laughs> uh, no Lionel Messi. Uh, Luis Suarez sent, uh, was uh, subbed off early for... Biting someone? Uh, no, he <laughs> got injured. Um, not a personal... Not a self-inflicted bite. Uh, I think he pulled something. Um, uh, old man... Artis Arduiz, I think it's like a sound on the Z to the Bast. Um, if I'm uh, saying that wrong, I apologize. Um, 38 years old, scores the Dame winner with a bicycle kick. Might be the best. The first hold of the year for La Liga might be the best hold of the year for La Liga. He subbed on. It might be, I think that was his first touch. Um, the week before the Dame, he announced that this would be his last year. He should just walk off the pitch, but I'm done. Because like, that's like, go out on top, my man. You beat Barcelona on a, a bicycle kick. You can you you won't see, you, but you'll have free everything in, in Bilbao for the rest of your life. Instead of making a deal with the NFL, Jay Z should have come and made a deal with Atletico Bilbao because this is like the exemplary grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> but uh, it's ten years, by the way, ten years since Barca last played a first game of the season without uh, Messino. Do I need to give Messi like a different like? Cognomen just to like make him sound even better. Like, you know, you do like Giacinio or something. Do we need to do Messino? I don't think with Messi, you don't. Every other player, I think Messi's exempt from that since he isn't like the best in the world. But every other player can be like, oh, I guess Ronaldinho's already a person, so we can't really deal with him. Real Madrid, coached by Zenedine Zidane, uh, Zenedine Zidane, Celta Vigo, 3 1, uh, Madrid, starting off the campaign differently than last year. Good for them, right? We're all happy. They're above Barcelona for the first time in a long time. (laughs) Atletico beat Hetafe 1-0. And, uh, yeah. Um, One weird result from La Liga. Uh, Villarreal, 4. Granada, also 4. Just, uh, I think that's a bit of a Granada for result. <laughs> Explosive. One would I think, say. Uh, Sid Lowe on the Football Weekly podcast, the Guardian uh, reporter who covers La Liga in Spain, uh, mentioned that this like the only like the fifth or sixth four four draw in like four thousand matches in La Liga. It's like, wow. And, and Villarreal has been part of like three of them. You know, you see a result like that, and you're like, "Are you for Villarreal?" 
anyway. <laughs> Humor and dancing drug, guys. Come on. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. Bundesliga news now. Oh, I'm happy Bundesliga's back, guys. I genuinely like the Bundesliga. It is the best league in the world. It's a hot take. Yeah, there you go. It's I obviously mean, MLS. Wow. You know, we, <laughs> we might have listeners from Malaysia, okay? Well, I was told we have listeners in Germany, so I'm trying to appease them. There you go. See, thank you. <laughs> One of them's in front of you right now. <laughs> Byron tied Hertha Berlin 2-2. This was Chef's kiss start to the season for Byron and Hertha Berlin. Uh, thanks, uh, friendly buddies. You know? Yeah. And uh, anytime Byron does badly, I'm very happy. But this is becoming kind of a trend with them. They start, they come out of the gate kind of uh, not so great and then manage to give us hope, much like FC Cincinnati's early goal this weekend. And then we get screwed. Yeah, it's here to hear first. Byron is the FC Cincinnati of the Bundesliga. Yep, you heard Pretty that much. right. Yep, yep, yep exactly. One to one, 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 yep. Uh, speaking of FC Cincinnati style openings, Dortmund went down to Augsburg within two minutes one of minute. starting their season. It one minute. 30. I think it was like 30 seconds. It, yeah. was, it was really early. It was before the game started. Augsburg had already scored. There were scored. people still watching in and be like, oh, I got my bratwurst and my pretzel. And hey, like, oh, hey, no. hey. We Germans Nine. take offense to this characterization, okay? He says as he eats his bratwurst and pretzel. I, I love bratwurst and pretzels. I'm not... That's the, What about currywurst, you asshole? <laughs> I, I would eat a currywurst. So, but Paco Alcacer managing to get the equalizer just another minute later... Uh, and scoring again in this game as well. Uh, five goals for Dortmund, showing Augsburg who's boss. Uh, don't do that again, Augsburg, basically. so Score later. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Sancho also got a big contract. Yeah, he doubled his money. Apparently, they really love him over there. Uh, he was getting paid 40,000 euros a week. Now he's up to 80,000. You think when he goes into his contract negotiations, they're like, uh, can you state your name for the record, please? And he's like, I am Sancho. You know, maybe. Yeah, let's hope so. Or, or does he play Sublimes like uh, this? Oh, crap. How did I forget the, the name? It's, of the- it's from Santeria. Yeah, Santeria. But I think Sancho dies in that song. Yeah, that's probably not. It's probably not good yeah, no, for no, his no, no. conscious yeah. negotiations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Sancho and Alcas are also scored in the German Super Cup to beat Bayern. So that's ah. a yay, hooray. Uh, uh, Bayern signed Philip Dutinio on loan, option to buy. So good for him, I guess. He a very like, expensive option to buy, especially when you consider Coutinho came in and said, Barcelona's in the past. I hope to have many great seasons with Bayern. People are like, someone tell him he's on loan? Anybody? <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I should also mention Barcelona uh, sent two players on loan. Only Coutinho's statement said that they thanked him for his services and his time in Barcelona. Oh, weird. Yes. Yeah, so, that works. Mm. Yeah. Wolfberg beat Colm 2-1. Bet uh, producer Nick is pretty happy about that. Uh, He's not even listening. I'm sad about FC Cologne. I was in Cologne. They really like their goats there. So, okay. Uh, Werder Bremen, one. Fortuna Dusseldorf, three. Uh, Zach Steffen in goal for Dusseldorf. Saves a shot from Josh Sargent who plays for Bremen. And everyone's like, yeah, but no. I don't know what to feel. (laughs) Well, Zach Steffen got named man of the match day. So that was very Mm. good uh, for for. People who are fans of Zach Steffen. So that's good. You do it. No, you do it. You do it. Okay, fine. Brusher Mitteladbach tips for Dora. Uh, <laughs> tied nil nil with David Wagner's Schalke. Uh, I thought you were going to. Huddersfield coach now at Schalke. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Union Berlin in their uh, glorious entry back in, well, not back, but 
entry into the Bundesliga. Played RB Leipzig, who promptly dispatched them 4-0. Oops. What's uh? We're just have to happy to be here in German. Yeah. Uh, pretty cynic. <laughs> Translate for us, please. <laughs> <laughs> Not the case. Uh, and some happy news now from Lead Un. If we just go there real quick. Ren beat PSG 2-1. <laughs> that uh, is great. Also, the whole Neymar drama, I'm enjoying that very much. Will he? Won't he? Where will he go? Well, what's a Neymar? I mean, I know Firmino, Coutinho, but like, who's this Neymar person? Uh, he's some weird Brazilian guy who just rolls around a lot. Yeah. Does, doesn't like go a foot slinky. Are you sure he plays for Brazil? Because I didn't see him in the Gold Cup. Nah, he's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so producer Nick has an answer for us. Wir sind einfach froh hier zu sein. Wir sind einfach froh hier zu sein. Was that? Close enough. Close, Close enough. <laughs> enough. We just right. one of our German listeners a real but naughty word. <laughs> yeah. Quickly. Uh, let's. Uh, 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 we got to end on a sad note. Uh, a sad note, but also a promising one, I think. Uh, French lead de. Uh, game was a game between AS Nancy and Le Mans was halted because uh, Nancy fans were ch- singing and chanting homophobic things at the opposing team and it's a new uh policy this year in lead that any homophobic or racist chance the ref should stop the play which is good some actual punishment and documentation of what's happening that will hopefully lead to fines and teams actually being punished instead of being like oh no that we didn't that didn't happen that we we looked into it and there was nothing there Hopefully this will lead to more um, notice and some more um, punishment for the fans of the teams that are actually doing it and the teams that are allowing it to happen. Uh, to the players of Nazi who begged the fans to stop singing the songs, um, the game eventually continued, but unfortunately Nazi won. He won. It's, I think you, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head, which is that unless there are consequences for the team... Yeah. And it's not just like fines or something that the fans don't really get to appreciate on themselves. Um, the, the fans need to feel the loss. Yeah. And and so good good on uh, French League to try it out. I hope that this rule goes worldwide soon. All right. Um, anything else soccer related you all want to add before we cap things I, off? I got nothing. That was a lot of soccer. Yeah, that was a lot and of soccer. I want to watch more. Okay. Need more. Oh, I do have one. Oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, Champions League started today, and Ajax, who you saw uh, last week, had a horrible z- uh, n- nil-nil draw and a red card, despite having like 76 p- 76% of the possession. Wow. And uh, like 13 shots on, or 15 shots, five on goal, and... But how many crosses did they have? Oh, I, I think they were definitely like Minnesota cross mode. Minnesota cross mode. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Damn. So, oh, oof. who were they playing? Uh, oh, I'm I, sorry. Was, no, it was some. I think it was a Greek club. I can't remember their name. By Pak or Olympiakos or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. Greek to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that, it's time to us. Tell the good people where they can find us on Twitter. Sasha, where can the good people find you on Twitter? At pickup line. I'm at K Olson seven one six. Also, complete darkness twenty eighteen. I know it's twenty nineteen, but this is from last year. It's out. Uh, you can buy it on bylinepress.com. I wrote the Damer Taps for that, and I'm really proud of what I did. You can find Colin at The Attachment on Twitter. You can find me at Lockstock Spock to United Fans is at to United Fans. 
We Call It Soccer is produced by Nick Rodriguez, whose views on soccer and politics can be found at Nick Rodriguez on Twitter. Tell your friends you listen to We Call It Soccer. You can subscribe to our pod on fine podcast providers everywhere. And with that, we bid you adieu for another seven days. See you next week. Bye.